With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Late Night Leos. This is your host, Morgan Beebe from Thor Gecko. I'm not sure if I'm going to have a co-host tonight or any callers at that. I mean, people are saying that the phone number that Blog Talk gave us, they re-registered us with a phone number. Uh, it's 215-383-3704. I've got my phone live right now in the studio. I'm doing this all from my phone, so bear with me if the reception goes out or whatever. But I was talking to Josh Holly from Holly's Homebred Reptiles, really great store up in Spokane, Washington. Uh, they, Josh is also a leopard gecko breeder, and now he's got all kinds of stuff that he ships all over the U.S., but he was saying that the phone number is not working, or it was wrong, or something like that, so I keep refreshing the, the studio page. Maybe we'll get some callers. Who knows? I mean, if you guys are listening on your computers, that's cool, too. Uh, I'm just going to be cleaning leopard geckos while I'm talking about this. I actually, tonight, just got my first eggs of 2018. So, yeah, I know it's Saturday, November 11th, 2017, but this little baby is going to be, this will be part of the 2018 group. Uh, it is, what are you? I think it's an Emmer Green from Brian at Zoo Guy Geckos crossed to a cross-eyed sun glow that I got a few years ago from Brian. So that's going to be super, super cool. First uh, egg of 2018. So tonight's show is all about making money breeding leopard geckos. Now this is something, of course, that they tell you in those gecko groups that you can't do. I mean, they say if you're in it for the money, then you better get out. But those people aren't also aren't telling you that, you know, they're making quite a bit of money on theirs. So here we go. I finally got somebody. from the 530, you're on the air. Hey, Morgan, how's it going? Good, how you doing, man? Good, good, been a long time since you did a show, man. Yeah, 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 and uh, just so everybody knows, this is Jeff Scott from Megalia Gecko Project. Jeff's been a co-host for longer than I can remember. <laughs> yeah, a little while. Yeah, how you doing, Jeff? Doing doing good over here in, in Miguelia. <laughs> a little bit of rain this week. Oh, yeah, yeah, we've been having crazy rain here, too. So, uh, Jeff, tonight's episode is all about how to make money breeding leopard geckos and little tips and tricks. I mean, a lot of the people start out, you know, they don't want to spend thousands of dollars. So, Something that I learned actually from Pat Klein, who used to own luxurious leopards, is uh, buying het, like things that are triple het for 
animals and creating the visuals the following year. Is that something that you do with your guys? Um, yeah, I have. In in the beginning, yeah. I, I kind of did that. Now yeah, now I yeah. make my own hats. It's it's a little safer, but yeah, if you buy something a hundred percent head eclipse and breed it to an eclipse, you're going to get more eclipse. Yeah. I like to think that happens sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Now, if you, if you breed to a visual, you'll 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 hit. You know, you'll hit with the recessives. Nothing wrong yeah. with that. I, I like like to make my own with kind of what I've been working with and have here now. Yeah. But, um, you know, or buy a, a a subspecies and breed your visual to that. And then the offspring back to the visual. Yeah, definitely. That, that, that way you, you you know what's going into it, or you have a better idea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, I know sometimes it's hard for people, you know, they go out to places like Petco and buy them there and breed, and then they have no idea what they're hatching out. Yeah, and then, then they put it up for sale, and, uh, you know, people ask questions, and... Um, you know, they're kind of stuck with pet pet quality geckos. That, you know, even those will sell at a show for you know twenty bucks or something. <laughs> but oh yeah, for you to for you to get a, a twenty dollar return, you know, it's going to cost you you know fifty dollars to feed it and raise it to that size. <laughs> yeah. So exactly. <laughs> that's yeah. that's always fun. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and shows is another, I mean, since we're on the topic of shows, shows is great for people to get their name out there and, to, I mean, unload a lot of geckos. I know, didn't you just do a show? Yeah, I, I did a Chico show, and um, it's kind of a smaller show, but I did really good this year. Um, cool. I, I took uh, 24, 25 geckos, and I know I only came home with five, so that's that was just, you know, and it's close to me, so I don't have the expense yeah. of, you know, great big fuel bill, uh, you know, hotels, oh, yeah. food, you know, all of that. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I had all of that going to the Vegas show. Yeah, I really wanted to do that one just, you know, just to oh, do it. <laughs> yeah, it was it was so great. It was a great show. Yeah, from the pictures posted, I I see that there was quite a few people going through the doors. Yeah, it was it was a lot bigger than I thought. But I mean, Vegas has over 2 million people in the area. Yeah, they're all so. they're all just condensed right there. Yeah, the, yeah. It, I, I next next year you should definitely go. Yeah, I got a I got a plan doing one of them. It was just uh, it's just a really weird year this year. <laughs> yeah, Not a whole lot going oh, on. Oh yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I notice with that when I take pictures and post them and like update my site, which <laughs> oh god, <laughs> I hardly ever do. Yeah. <laughs> Lately, I sell a whole lot more. <laughs> yeah. Well, 
there's there's something to that posting stuff for sale where it actually you know people see yeah. the stuff. Sooner or later, someone's going to, you know, it's going to pique somebody's interest. It's going to catch someone's eye, and that's what they're working on, and that's what they want. And um, Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the big thing. Or at least showing yeah. off what yeah. you have. You don't even have to post oh, it yeah. yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I, a lot of times when you just post stuff just to show it off, everybody asks you how much it is. Yeah, I know. That's kind of why I would post stuff lately because I'm deciding what to hold back and <laughs> oh, turn, yeah. in, turn into a hoarder after a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, I noticed that a lot of people are selling off most of their collections again now that it's getting towards the end of the year. Yeah, it's, you know, people are making room for their stuff, um, you know, for next year's, for hopefully yeah. for next year's crop <laughs> you know I, it's a lot of people getting out of it and they just i don't know they just just kind of throw it out there and take pennies on it yeah which oh yeah it, it's 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 not i mean it's good and it's bad it's good for the people getting the good deals but it's kind of bad for everybody else that's you know yeah. trying to keep their head above water doing it oh yeah yeah i i i'm guilty of doing wholesale and just, you know, clearing out a whole rack into a box and saying, here you go. I mean, this year I've had like medical issues where, I mean, I can't take care of this stuff. And I got surgery coming up in January where I'm looking at, you know, not being able to take care of them for a couple of weeks. So, yeah, no, it's, it's, no, I've seen that. You posted stuff online. That's yeah, yeah, it's crazy, yeah. crazy stuff, man. Ain't none of yeah, us getting yeah, any so younger. I, gotta, I know. <laughs> I'm gonna be uh, training my my wife how to take care of the gecko. Well, that's cool. You yeah. Know, share a company yeah. interest. Yeah. Well, no, no, I don't want that. But I mean, a little interested is okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, I'm lucky that way because she, you know, she likes them. She thinks they're cute or whatever. I'll, I'll, I'll hit yeah. something really neat that I've been trying for for years, and I'll bring it out and show it to her. And she, oh, how cute! But this is a blah yeah. blah blah blah. Yeah, it's cute. <laughs> yeah. Does it scream? Let me touch it. <laughs> that's the perfect. That's that's like what I have too, and that's perfect. I mean, <laughs> I've I've dated people that like geckos and then it's like I buy all the ones I want and then she buys all the ones she wants and then there's all these geckos yeah I can see where that would yeah I kind of like being the only one going in the gecko room yeah yeah oh definitely but hey Jeff we've got some callers so you want to take some callers sure let's take like a whole bunch of callers Okay, all right, here we'll go for the well one at one at a time, one at a time. Okay. All right, call us from the five oh nine, you're on the air. Hey guys. Hey, hey, how's it going? Who is it? It's Sasha and Josh. Oh hey, hey. the Hollies. <laughs> the Hollies. Josh said no. He said no, it's all me. <laughs> <laughs> No, which, I'm just which listening phone number did you see how you guys doing. Oh, okay. uh, this is mine. 
but the no, 215. Oh, yeah, so it does work? It yeah, does. the one on uh, the one I shared, like on my personal page, if you click on that, that, that number's good. The one you did in uh, the Bestest Gecko Group or whatever. <laughs> oh, that really? one, Yeah, that one was no good. Oh, or, no good or, 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 or I dialed wrong. <laughs> I, I think I got okay. a fax machine. <laughs> All right, let's let's fax machine. Let's take the next caller. Caller from the six oh one, you're on the air. Hey Morgan, this it's Lance. Not a Miss South Miss. Hey Lance, how how's it going? Good, how man, you doing, man? It's cool. I'm actually in uh I'm actually in East Texas tonight doing some early holiday stuff. But I knew y'all were y'all were coming on, so I'm staying up. Talk to you guys. Yeah, what I, yeah. What I was, what I wanted to kind of go ahead and get the ball rolling on is, um, you know, I've been in, I've been doing it for a little while, and I finally made, you know, the commitment to get to this more. Uh, I don't want to say professionally, but more, or full time because you know you have a full time job, but more of, uh, more not just as a hobbyist. And one of the things that I've kind of learned, and y'all, I'd love to hear you elaborate more, is being efficient. And I think that's one of the most uh, overlooked things in this hobby. Uh, Excellent. And it comes to, you know, uh, feeding, being efficient on shipping. Um, you know, I don't know how many people can can grow their own uh, feeders or anything like that. But, you know, I, I grow all of my feeders, and that saves on my shipping and call because that's a big overhead. And then not only that, yeah. you know, I come from a sales background, and, you know, you've got to find your niche. You've got to find what's working in the hobby over the period in and stay in that lane. And then not only that, uh, you know, it's hard to get your name out there. So once you find yeah. your – you know, your little circle there, um, being able to efficiently work with them and, you know, cut back shipping. You know how – that's the biggest that you hear from your small, you know, everyday buyer, you know, is, oh, I can yeah. do this, but the shipping is – you know, it's like that 50 for $50 is going to just throw them, throw them a curveball in there and make some big yeah, swing miss. But I don't know. What do you what do y'all think? I mean, uh, <laughs> any corners on that – you know, <laughs> shipping can be a deal killer. <laughs> yeah, shipping, yeah. shipping you know, is always efficiency a deal killer. Oh um, yeah, absolutely. As as far as efficiency, I mean, there are things you can do. Like you can call up Debbie Price at where is she, Jeff? Reptiles to you? Is that right? Reptiles yeah. to you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, she she is. Uh, really good on on shipping. Um, the best. I just switched over to her. I don't know a while ago. Yeah. And you yeah, know, if I, you save that, ten bucks or twelve bucks every time you ship, it adds up. And plus, you're passing it on to the consumer. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and also you could get a bulk discount. I think with her. I don't know if she does that. I know Ship Your Reptiles does a bulk discount if you ship like you know. I don't know, maybe like 20 to 100 geckos a year. But my main thing is, you know, you say $50 shipping, but where I live, it can be like 75 to 125 
because I have to pay an extra box fee for them to drive it to the airport that flies it to Sacramento, then it goes to Memphis, and then it goes wherever it goes. So Yeah, I mean, even if you ship to Oregon. Also, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? Even if I ship to Oregon, it goes all the way doing all that to Memphis, which is ridiculous. Yeah. We're going to buy FedEx a map one of these days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, so location is going to be a big, huge thing. Yeah. I I know that uh, where I'm at up here, FedEx doesn't recognize it, so I have to use a uh, Chico zip code or something. I don't know. I got to do something weird. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, yeah I, I do the exact same. Yeah. And feeders, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm you in can the raise, county. Raise your own feeders. That's that's great. I got Doobie Roach Colony going. And that that saves that's that saves me sometimes. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, if order, mealworm orders get delayed or whatever, um, or I forget to order and it's a three day holiday. <laughs> and I yeah. find this too. Yep. If I'm still on, um, you know, if you yeah. if you get on Facebook and find um, mealworm breeders or people that raise mealworms that are fairly close to you, you may be able to drive and pick up an order if you trust them that they've been doing it for a while. And, you know, I've got a couple not too far that, you know, sometimes I like to put some, bring in some fresh, or, you know, just something a little different to the, to what I breed. Um, and, yeah. and it makes, you know, you can call rainbow and they're not bad on shipping, but you know, if you can just oh, yeah, no, I go through, a minute drive, it's, it's so much easier. Yeah, I, yeah. I have noticed that Rainbow went from about twelve to nineteen dollars to ship two thousand superworms lately for me. So yeah, I, yeah, I they feel went like up. The shipping's gone up. Yeah, the shipping's gone up for me too, and and we have it easy here in California. The people back east and whatnot, their shipping has doubled, or from what I've seen. Yeah. But I mean, you know. Yeah, it's, yeah and I think you know, also when you when you're on the topic of feeders. What you can also do is get one of those big wholesale shipments from Rainbow. You know, get 50,000 mealworms, get like 10,000 superworms, and then you can go around in your neighborhood, you know, or whatever on Craigslist, and you can charge half the price of whatever your your pet store charges and still make a profit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I've kind of been networking with local people and um, kind of working towards that. And it's yeah. Yeah, it's time. It's still time, and sometimes it's just easier to pay oh, the yeah. extra, whatever. But um, yeah, yeah, that's that's a, that's a that's a great idea. Yeah, I, you know, I I get that it's time, but I also feel like, as far as you know, thinking about how much companies spend on advertising, but if you're doing that, like you can count all of that as advertising because those people might just have a couple of geckos or a bearded dragon, and they want to get into geckos. And that's really how I hit real good in my area is through selling, you know, theaters and doing the whole Craigslist thing again. I mean, I haven't done that in over 10 years, but it's a big thing again. Yeah. I haven't even looked at Craigslist lately. Oh, that's great. (laughs) Probably afraid I'm going to buy something. (laughs) Well, tell me the versus. Or if I'm still on, tell me the versus on yeah. breeding to the market and breeding to 
what you like, what a breeder might like, or a hobbyist might like personally. You know that ver, you know breeding. You know, the, let's say the white and yellows are right now. You know, seem to be kind of the the hot item. Do you does a new hobbyist need to just jump right in because that's what's selling, or stay in a lane that you're more comfortable with or what you like, and perfect that and 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 try to move that. You know, what's the versus on uh, that? What is kind of oh, sub- subjective. I, I, um, uh, I breed what I like. I don't really pay that much. I mean, I, would, I look at the market and I look at all the cool stuff out there, but I try to focus on what I like and what I've already started, you know, seven, eight years ago. <laughs> Um, I love white and yellows. I have a bunch. <laughs> Go ahead, Morgan. You're going to say something. I kind of jumped well, in there. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I hate orange geckos, and that's like what everybody <laughs> likes. Everybody likes orange geckos, and I hate them. I like the fasciolatus crosses where it's like real pastel <laughs> and doled out colors. I mean, I don't want something that looks like an Easter egg or some kind of rubber ducky. You know what I mean? So it, that's, no plastic. It's really hard for me. Yeah, right? It looks, they look ridiculous. But that's, that's so hard because I like this gecko that is, like, super dull and lavender and white, and then you can't sell them as well as you can, like, a solid orange gecko. And yeah, very right. true. That's, that's, the, that's the difference that I'm talking about, the marketability that you're breeding for, or do you just stay in the lane that you like and just go with it, you know? What is I, the what is the advantages of both? What's the disadvantage of, of both? You know, well, to a new breeder, you know, somebody that may be coming into the, into the market and looking at it at, at what it is now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, well, I I think that a really good idea is looking at like a used uh, not used car but like car lot. You know, say a Chevy dealer. They love Corvettes and Camaros, but they're going to sell that little hybrid too because. You know, they might hate it, and it takes up a parking spot, but somebody was, somebody's going to want that thing, no matter how hideous it looks, you know, to them. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's hit or miss, man. you got to kind of, you know, throw it at the wall and see what sticks. <laughs> yeah. I, I bring and kind I, of a selection think- to shows, and the tangerine stuff sells fast. Um, yeah. I I like the hypo tangerine look, the really orange. I really like what Morgan doesn't like. <laughs> yeah. But um, <laughs> no, and they'll they'll sell fast at shows around here anyway. Um, when I got into it, and even now, it's that's not my main objective of making money at it. I if I make enough to stay afloat and keep alive in the hobby, I'm happy. <laughs> Yeah. You know, I think that's the attitude you have to have going into it or you're going to get discouraged when you don't make $2,000 off your first show or something. Yeah, and see, that's another thing, too, is variety is going to bring, you know, like I was saying at the beginning of the show, I always tell new people to get het. Like, buy an Eclipse, het for Dabble Blanco or you know, a blizzard hit or whatever, and then you breed those together and you're going to get a whole huge variety, you can keep the aftermath, like whatever the megamorph is that you got, 
and sell all the other separate things because you're going to get trampers and raptors and blizzards and, you know, you might not like that, but somebody else does. So, oh, variety. Yeah, yeah and in t- that's another way to get your uh, feet wet of how the heads work. And, I mean, you can read up on, on you know, Mendel's, Mendel's um, laws of inheritance <laughs> and blah, blah, blah. But if you, once you start working with them, you're going to see how it works. Um, yeah, I I think that a lot of people <coughs> find out that geckos are outlaws and they don't really follow all the laws. Yeah, it's it's more of a theory of inheritability, but yeah, all the percentages on the morph calculators, you know, they, they're yeah, that's just it, a guide. It's I mean, yeah, yeah, it's a great guide, but in theory, and it's based on a hundred animals, <laughs> but yeah. um. So, yeah, no, the hats, the hats are fun. I, I know I made, oh, I made raptor hats. I, they might the trimper eclipse. <laughs> and, and you know how I feel about about marketing names. Yeah. But, yeah, I made the uh, trimper eclipse hats, and then I made, you know, basically raptors out of them. <laughs> you know, and yeah. something that's really important, I think, is, the marketing, you know, like you say, you don't like the, the marketing. It's, you know, it's going that way, you know, and I don't know how many years it's been moving that way. I'm sure it has for several years. Oh, since but, the beginning, uh, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's, you know, it, it's just going to be part of it. And I, I, uh, and I think that, you know, people get to where they need to unload and, and, and try to find the quickest way to do it. Uh, and, yeah, I understand yeah. the marketing ploy of it. Not a big fan, but I understand it. Yeah, no, I I see what they're doing, but it's just I don't know. It's just I don't know. It's, yeah. it's just not ethical. <laughs> you it's know, it's great. It's great money making. It's maker. deceitful. Yes, <laughs> it's business. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's kind of why I like the hobby end of it, where I don't have to rely on, you know, oh, i got to sell this gecko this week to, you know, pay the PG&E bill or, you know, pay the water bill or yeah. eat, <laughs> you know. So it's, I, I, I like not having that pressure, you know. Um, yeah. That was, you know, I don't, then I'm not tainted by what. I need to do, or I got to change the name to make it sound cooler, or like you know, it's it's just you know, like like with the landscape business, I got to go out there and sell a lot of times, and I got to do the work, and you know, it's yeah. hard sell people sometimes. I don't, I don't like to do that. It's just you know, too businessy. Yeah. But, yeah, you see, you know, things put on there like super extreme glowing plasma. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, you got to be careful, Jeff, on what names you say. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you, you don't want to like, say something like uh, vermilion and then have all the the euros coming after you. <laughs> yeah. No, and I, I like all, all of them. Um, all of those. Um, 
what's his name? Uh, I don't I don't want to name Rob, but yeah, Jeremy. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, Jeremy, there is over in yeah. Europe, France, or something like that. Yeah, no, he yeah, has sweet stuff. He's he's been at it for a long time. You know, so if yeah. he wants to throw a name on it, then you know, hey, you know. Yeah. I'm just That's I'm yeah. just a little guy here in the Sierras, Northern California. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was that all the questions? I feel like we're missing something. I don't know. Lance, was there? <laughs> That's all I had, man. I was just yeah. I don't know how much help there was, but <laughs> no, I, I think you got to find your own, just, like you said, your own niche. What what makes you yeah. happy? And if you start if you start advertising, you know, if you start putting up pictures of um, uh, trimp albinos of whatever, someone's going to message you and yeah. say, "Hey, do you have any bells?" <laughs> Yeah. And then, have any rain and then what they're going to do <laughs> is they're going to ask you for pictures and lineage and string you on for six months. Yeah, but there eventually you go. you'll get somebody that that really wants to buy that animal. Eventually, and, you know. And a lot of the questions I ask, I know the answer to to my specific geographic area, and because I know that can be that differs in some you know in some areas, especially what shows come through. What do you have available to you? Um, I just thought it might help some people, you know, for yeah. me, it's efficiency, 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 efficiency. And that may be exactly. my corporate background, you know, my corporate background in, in my full-time job, um, that I kind of roll over into, into my hobby. So, um, you know, I, when you want to make money, you have to cut back your overhead and that's just simple economics. Um, oh Yeah. You know, and you want to make money overhead. not so much as as just to be a gecko, you know, just I'm breeding hundreds just to sell hundreds. It's more of, you know, you want to be able to sustain what you're doing. And, um, you know, I mean, you've yes. got to be efficient and do it. it. It is a small business in, in a sense for most hobbies. Yeah. And you, Sustainability and you, is yeah. huge. That's why you yeah. see a lot of people that just get out because – you know, it's like they bit off more than they can chew or more than they want to put into it. Or um, It's like anything else. The more you put into it, the more you're going to get out of it. I, I know my yeah. the way I do things um, as far as cleaning tubs and um, gut loading and t- just everything about it has changed as I get more and more um into it, maybe more more geckos. You know, I've had to build more racks. I've had to um, change the way I clean bins and organize things and um, uh, labeling bins, backup notebooks with written, you know, um, records. I mean, it's all it's fine to, constantly fine-tuning what's, what's already going on. You know, it, that's a big thing. Yeah. Yeah, and that's another yeah, thing I, I think is uh, racks, you know. If you can find a used rack, you're going to cut back on your cost, too, because, I mean, I've spent thousands on racks, and I wish I hadn't now. 
Yeah, I just I make my own because the geckos don't mind yeah. if it's only plywood. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I've never, I've never had a complaint. A couple of breeders and see their setups, and you know, and you know, there are all types. You know, it's just according yeah. to what your preference is. Yeah, so, and then oh yeah. You know, I see some people's gecko rooms that are just, you know, it's it's like a library. <laughs> you know, with books on the shelves and all the bins and everything's in order. And, I mean, mine's like that. It's just not pretty like, you know, the, with the, what is the, um, what is that, Marlite now? Yeah, with the PVC racks and, yeah, yeah. all the bins are all the same size. and <laughs> You know, it don't matter how you set it up as long as you keep track of things. And you don't burn your house down. Yeah, and yeah, and then yeah, that's a big yeah, tree there. I know. I just ordered more um, Herbstat uh, temperature probes. Uh, I'm going to change yeah. a few of them out that I've had going for three years or something. And it's like you know, uh, I think I think it was last year I had a temperature probe go out in a incubator, and I had a whole bunch of eggs in there that was you know a lot of them were the only ones for part of a project I've been working on, and you know had lost a lot of stuff. So. This year was kind of catch up with some of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we lost a lot of geckos the last couple of years. To the thermostats finally started just conking out one right after another. Yeah, see that kind of stuff. You know that'll eat that'll eat eat up your profit, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. When you lose, and that's like, that's not even animals. the main thing. It's it's. Yeah, and it, yeah, and then your project it it sets you behind on on stuff too. Yeah, you know, and hopefully you have enough to to save what you have going on. Oh yeah, yeah. Now what I do is I split up everything. Each rack has like a male and female from each project. Yeah, that's a good way to do it. And putting all your eggs in one basket. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, it's, it's. I don't know. It's another good point. <laughs> <laughs> Learn by oopsies. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. It, I think all it is is oopsies. I mean, until you get you know ten, fifteen, twenty years into it. Yeah. And even then, you're still gonna learn. I hope so. I think this yeah. is my eighth. Year. Stay into my eighth eighth year of breeding. Wow. But um and I'm still learning. You know, so yeah. it's not a mistake until you know, until I don't learn from it. <laughs> so, so, uh, yeah, did I, you have any other questions, Lance? Man, that's it. Y'all can cut me off. Okay, thanks for calling in. Man. We can keep going or whatever. I can think of something. <laughs> no, always good. Well, we're actually, good we're point, actually so. at the end of our 30 minutes, so we do have to cut it off and flush. So thank you guys for calling in, and hopefully uh, it's going to be the next show is the weekend. The Saturday after Thanksgiving is going to be our ninth anniversary for late night leos so i hope you guys call in and listen and say hello or whatever but 
yeah, it should be fun. Okay. It'll be another great little thing. Yeah. Um, another cool. little tease. So, yeah. <laughs> all right, cool. <laughs> so, all right, thank you guys for calling in. I'll talk to you all later. Enjoyed it. Right Thanks, on. Guys. Thank you. <laughs> all right, bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.